You're listening to a Soul Fire Productions podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Kelly Show. Today, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're going there. Why wouldn't we go there? Well, we're going to get into that. <laughs> no pun intended. I'm going to be so goofy in this show. No, this is um, this is an important topic to me. Sex shame, anal, where to put things, how we respond, and all of the anxiety, chaos, and potential pleasure that is available. And I have been wanting to do this podcast for a while after receiving so many messages from our listeners and our community with questions and comments and concerns. And I'm not sure at what point I became the uh, the queen of anal or <laughs> the one that tells you what you can do in your bedroom in the privacy of your own home or, you know, in public, if that's what you're into as well. Been there, done that. But um, here we are. Can I be like the goddess of anal? I think that's kind of funny. I'm going to roll with it. Whoever's listening to this right now, thank you, because I promise it won't be this nutty as the show goes on. Before we get into this conversation on the shame spiral, I want to share a couple things with you. First off, my program, Her Truth, is closing. This is the last couple days that it is going to be available forever and ever. I have some other things that I want to teach that I have been working on and creating. And so if you want access to her truth, if it's something that has been calling you, you're feeling connected to the message, which is coming home, coming back to yourself, getting clear on your desires, on what you want, really feeling into your body and connecting sexually, spiritually, emotionally, to your truth, to letting go of all of the bullshit noise and chaos and patterns and stories that are not yours and no longer serve you. This program is for you. It is at a discount. It is $133. It is something that will transform and shift the way you look at yourself, you look at your world, your relationships, how you interact. And you are going to have an opportunity to be radically honest and call yourself out on some shit. And that's what it takes to make change. It's not all butterflies and rainbows. And like Connor likes to say, crystals up your ass, although that is fun and works for this podcast. (laughs) That's not going to make the changes. And I want to support you and facilitate your transformation. So if you'd like to join her truth, again, it closes in just a couple of days. Go to kellytenant.com slash her dash truth. I cannot wait for the final few of you who will be joining us in this incredible journey. The other thing I want to tell you about is my dear friend, Jessica Zweig's podcast. So she recently just joined the Soulfire family and praise be to he, I am so happy that she is in our community because Jess is 
one of the special ones, everybody. She is such an important voice and woman and leader in business, in the spiritual space, in sisterhood. She freaking gets it. We actually just got off the phone. She is a partner for me now in a lot of uh, different areas of business, and we are growing together. And I am just so in awe and admire her honesty, her transparency, and the way she shows up so fully with her heart. And she is a woman of service, and she mothers the hell out of her team. And in her podcast, she covers all of this. She gets so raw. She just uh, talked about her spiritual journey that she had in Santa Fe a week by herself and everything that came forward for her. She interviews some of the most well-known, successful people in the world on her show about getting clear on who they are and what they're about and the hardest moments they've experienced and all of the things that happen along the way. She is fantastic. She has the best voice. She creates a welcoming, safe space, and I can't wait for you to listen to the Simply Be podcast. The link is in the show notes. Make sure you go over and subscribe and leave a five-star review for our incredible friend, Jess. Okay, so now that all the pleasantries are out of the way, hmm, where should we begin? I know I made a lot of jokes when I was starting this, but I didn't want to record this podcast in a joking manner. Um, It's actually really serious in a lot of ways because sex shame is so prevalent and something that so many of us deal with. Both Connor and I deal with it, have dealt with it. All of my friends I mean, there isn't one person I've met that doesn't have shame around sex. And if they're not talking about it, there's shame there, right? Like that's a pretty obvious answer. So what I wanted to get into, the reason, I'll start with the reason, then I'll get into what we're talking about. But the reason I wanted to get into this is because I receive messages on a daily basis from men and women who have no one else to talk to and they have such deep-seated shame and fear and confusion around sex and their desires and they have no idea who to go to. Now, I'm definitely not a therapist and most of these people are not paying me (laughs) to talk to them about this, but Because I have been so vulnerable and I do share the intimate details of my everyday life with y'all, this has become a space where people come to ask questions, to admit things, to get things off their chest, and to get curious. And I love that. That's so exciting for me because I never had that until recently, really until I started dating Connor. And he was so open about his desires and what he wanted And I thought, oh, that's a thing. Like you can do this. You can share, you can open up and you can do it in a way where you're not judged in return. And that's really what it comes down to. We're all so scared of being judged, of disappointing someone, of failing. And none of us want to do that. And so because of that, I wanted to record an episode around my thoughts on different things in regards to sex and my experiences with shame, and what is possible 
for each of us. When we break down the barrier and we allow ourselves to go there and we let go of the stories or the expectations that we have around sex and conversations connected to them. So because the show is called The Shame Spiral, to anal or not to anal, that is the question. I had a couple women message me in the last few weeks saying, I really want to try it. It excites me, but I feel really bad about it. I feel like that's not something I do and that I'm not allowed to do or supposed to do. And I'm confused because when I think about it, I get aroused. My body likes it, but at the same time, that voice is coming in and saying, no, that's bad. You can't. So I've talked about this a little before. If you listen to my coming out episode that I did talking about being bisexual, this is what was happening for me as well. So in your body is one feeling and in your head is another. And so you're, you're at odds with yourself. You're having this internal battle. So when I would think about being with women or in a threesome scenario, my whole body would be so excited, right? Like it felt good. I was like, Ooh, I really want that. I desire that my body is literally expanding and leaning into this concept, but my brain and the voice, the ego comes in and says, you're disgusting. Your parents are going to be disappointed. You're a failure. That's gross. You can't do that. So then I'm in the battle. And what I learned during somatic therapy is that we don't attach ourselves to the voice. We lean into the body. We allow the body to dictate our decisions. And this is that feminine knowing. This is dropping into the womb and allowing your womb space and your pussy, especially when it comes to sex, to decide, is this what I want or not? Not, what is all the crap that my head and my voice is saying, telling me, and I'm going to go do that. Head fear, body knowing. Okay? This goes for as well, if you're in an uncomfortable situation that you don't want to be, that doesn't feel good, that you know is not for you, and your body is getting anxiety and you're getting hot and you're panicking and you're like, I got to get out of here. That means no. That means get the fuck out. That's not for you. No matter if your head is like, oh, but it, it'll be fine and don't worry. And your body is like, absolutely fucking not get me out of here. Listen to your body. Your body knows. So being able to make the distinction between the voice and your ego and the fear and the stories that are not for you and your body that is with your wet pussy telling you, yes, please, that's how we discern. Okay. So when it comes to doing things that are taboo and 
there are a lot of taboo things. There are kinks and fetishes and, you know, fantasies that our culture today would say are taboo and you're not supposed to do that and that's bad and that's dirty. Well, I don't know about you, but every every time someone tells me I'm not allowed to do something, I want to do it more. I just do. I'm rebellious. I like to push the boundaries. I like to hit edges. I like to see how far I can push something before I'm in real trouble. Right? Because it's interesting. I'm a curious person. I really enjoy trying new things and I want to know what all the fuss is about. Because if there are rules and regulations and laws around something, there's a reason they don't want you to see it or experience it, which is why they created those laws. So now if I'm told anal sex is not okay, I want to know why And I want to know what all the fuss is about. What is the big deal that you feel you need to tell me that's not all right? So what is also wrapped in this is that taboo things when it comes to sex are only for slutty girls or men who just use women. And You're the girl who is getting the call at midnight to come over. That's the girl, the one in the tiny little miniskirt who is trashy. She's the one that does anal. You don't do that. You're a good student and you have a great career. Maybe you're successful or you're a mom. And that's not what you do. You fucking do missionary every night because that's what's allowed. Okay. Yeah, I can't live in that world. I want to be the CEO and the successful entrepreneur who supposedly has it all together. And I want to be slutty and I want my boyfriend to fuck me in the ass. We have this perception that slutty means bad. That slutty means promiscuous and you're just sleeping with all these people all the time. And fuck, if you are like, I'm not judging you. Do you, boo. Use protection. (laughs) But like, go do you, right? But society has made us believe that these things are wrong, that these desires, that these turn-ons, that these things that make us feel erotic or aroused or sexy are inappropriate. Well, who said these things are inappropriate? Some fucking old white man, I'm sure, (laughs) who wanted to control women, the same people who didn't want women to have sex for pleasure or to masturbate. Because when we are fully in our sexual prowess, we are so powerful, we are unstoppable. We are in knowing, we are connected to our bodies, we are fucking goddesses. So if you allow quote unquote, allow a woman to experience all of this and to really step into this, who knows what she could do? (laughs) I'm just like imagining all of us, like the the rising of the women just running around like naked, like taking over. (laughs) Apocalyptic. I guess that's kind of what's happening right now in COVID in 2020. So there you go. 
It is not inappropriate. There is nothing wrong with it. And if you are someone who has considered yourself to be prim and proper and you're the good girl and you do things right, but you have these hidden fantasies and desires that you haven't shared with anyone before about threesomes or being with a woman or anal sex or hanging from the rafters or you watched Fifty Shades of Grey and then masturbated after. Yeah, I did. Thank you. And I guarantee that some of you listening did too. Also read all the books and was super aroused. If you were turned on by Christian Grey and the sex room, the sex dungeon with a lock and key and being tied up and spanked, but you have been the good girl your whole life, it is time to step into her. It is time to unleash the wild woman who has desires outside of her box. There is a concept called the Madonna horror complex. Connor and I have talked about this quite a bit on both of our shows and together because it's something that we have actually struggled with. So I don't believe it's just men who see women in this way. I believe it's women who see themselves this way as well. So the Madonna horror complex is something where I'll keep it simple. Men categorize women into two categories. They're the Madonna or the whore. They're the wife and the mother and the matronly woman, or they're the whore. That's it. And so what men struggle with, especially once they fall in love with someone or they get married or their partner has children, they can no longer look at that woman as the whore. Even if she started out as the whore and the sex was amazing and there was so much passion and it was just yummy and juicy, they then begin to see them as the Madonna. And so they have a really hard time fucking their wife or fucking the mother of their children, like bending her over and going for it or just even eroticizing her or fantasizing about her. Like she can no longer be the one. So then they'll look to other women, women to be their whore to be dirty. So I think this is where a lot of men turn to porn or at strip clubs have, you know, side bitches because they can no longer look at that woman as sexual, as a sexual being. And I believe because this is, I have done this. I believe that we as women look at ourselves this way. So in my twenties, I was definitely the whore, right? I was just having fun and sex and the whole thing and curious and doing whatever. And then I really leaned into the Madonna because I thought I want to be a wife and I want to be a mom and I'm put together and I look a certain way and I wear certain clothes and I'm, I'm not slutty and people portray me in this way. And so I need to be matronly. And if you're matronly, then you're not sexual. And so now I have categorized myself and I have cut off my own connection to my sexuality and the beliefs and the desires that I have in order to fit this mold. What I challenge everyone listening to do, and by God, I know y'all are not going to share this podcast on social media because every time I talk about sex, no one shares it, but they're my highest, they don't share it publicly. They're my highest downloaded shows. Anytime I post anything on Instagram about this shit, 
No one reposts it, but you're sending it to your friends and you like it more than anything. So secrets out. Talk to your friends about this stuff. Even if you're not going to post it on social media, please, please, please have a conversation about the Madonna horror complex with your girlfriends, with your partner, with your husband, with your boyfriend. I guarantee that there's a large percentage of you dealing with this. It's just nature. This is how it works. Connor and I dealt with this. Connor, once we got really serious and he was very much in love with me, had a, had a really hard time of bending me over a counter or sexualizing me because he was like, but I want you to be the mother of my children and we are domesticated and live together and, you know, run a company together and you really are matronly and the Madonna. And I was like, yeah, and I'm still the whore. Like, I need you to call me slutty and pull my hair and spank me. Like, I just need it. It's my request. This is how I want to live. This is how I want my relationship to be. I need you to fulfill this for me. And it took months and months and months. But now we are in a point where we can have super sensual, yummy, like connected, making love sex. And we can also have super dirty, middle of the day, bend me over, like call me slutty, dirty talking to my ear, sex. We have both. It took many conversations and many trial and error and some awkward moments. Okay. What I challenge you all to do is to start seeing yourself as both. Duality. Both and. I can be strong and soft. I can be feminine and masculine. We live in a world now where it's either or. I have to be like this or I have to be like that. I have to be the boss bitch running a company in charge telling you what to do. Or I have to be the stay-at-home mom who takes care of her kids. No, I'm both. I am both of those things. I am a dog mom and I am incredibly motherly and I take care of my family and I love cooking for Connor and I love seducing him and I love, you know, getting him aroused and sending him dirty videos of me and also, you know, doing housework together and making sure that the bills are paid. I do all of that. It's the gray area that we want to live in. Yet we keep forcing ourselves to live in the black or white. I have to be like this. These are the traits of that woman and I need to check those off. Or I am like this and these are her traits and I check that off. But if I'm the whore, I'm probably not going to tell people about it because that's not okay. Fuck that noise. Seriously. If you want to be connected to your body, to be open sexually, to experience pleasure and orgasm, to fully lean into the things you want, to feel what you want to feel, you get to be both. And yeah, that's going to make some people uncomfortable because they don't understand because we have not been raised to live like this. I don't know what else to say. We just haven't. Unless you grew up in hippy dippy culture and your parents talk to you about like sex and love is for everyone. 
I mean, I was raised Catholic, so you can imagine what that was like. These are not the conversations I was having. You can be both. And it is not wrong. I will repeat that to the end of my life. Having sexual desires, wanting to feel a penis or a dildo or a vibrator in your butt does not make you a bad person. It makes you normal. A human who has a bajillion erogenous zones down there who wants to know what is this about? And if it's not that, if you want to be tied up, if you want to be blindfolded, if you want to be surprised, if you want your husband to come home and bring you a girl home so y'all can hook up together and you didn't want to know about it, you wanted it to be a surprise and special, like whatever it is for you, I don't care. It's okay. As long as you're not hurting anyone and you have boundaries and everyone like knows their safe word and there's communication and respect, go for it. YOLO. I, in my program, I teach a lot about this. We're always in the what if. What if this happens? What if I do this and then whatever, right? We create all these stories, hitting my hands on cameras. I'm getting so excited in here. We create these stories about what's going to happen. All the worst case scenarios. Okay. But if I tell my partner that I want to do this thing and then they think I'm gross, what's going to happen? Or if they want to leave me or they ask, like, where do you get that idea? Why would you think that's okay? Or if they want to do it and then that's the gateway into them wanting to do crazy shit that I'm not into. All these stories. Okay. What if we didn't live in the what if? What if we lived in the why not? Why not? Why wouldn't I bring forward something that I would like to try? I don't know if it's going to feel good to me. I'm not sure what's going to happen. But I'm going to go in without expectations and without fear and just try it because the worst thing that's going to happen is that I don't like it and I say, cool, we don't need to do that again. That's it. It doesn't need to be a whole thing. It doesn't need to be a fight or a big to do because it didn't work or you didn't like it or it was uncomfortable. By the way, If you're having anal for the first time, it's going to be uncomfortable and you might not like it. I would give it another couple tries. Just saying like it's a it's a thing. So don't judge it by the first experience. That goes for a lot of stuff. This is so unknown. And what I urge you to do is come back to what are you feeling in your body? What are you feeling? Not what are you thinking? While you're on all fours and your person is behind you and you're thinking, oh God, what if it hurts? What if they don't like it? What if this is bad? Am I being gross right now? Is this okay? No. What is your body telling you? Really be in the moment. Be in your body. Be present. Allow your body to dictate. How does it want to move? 
Do you want to move your hips? Do you want to almost like cat cow and like really get into that feminine prowess? Do you want to lean back into it? Do you want it to go slow? Do you want it to go fast? Those are the things that you get to feel, which eradicates the need to think. Because if you're so in your pleasure and you're so connected in your womb and in your pussy, the thoughts are no longer the things that dictate what you do. Your body does. And even after it's all over, maybe you had an orgasm, maybe you didn't, but you're laying there and you're like, oh shit. And then you remember, yeah, but my body loved that. That was amazing. That was one of the coolest, most beautiful, pleasurable experiences I've had. So I'm going to sit with that because that was awesome. And all these like noises and voices that I'm hearing right now, that's okay. They're trying to protect me, but I don't need them anymore. I just want to pause briefly. (laughs) It's always funny when I do this. But I love this company and I think they would love this conversation. So I'm just going to do it. So Organifi. Organifi. God damn it. I love Organifi. Okay. If you have not experienced the joy that is Organifi in your mouth, I'm going to make this a sexual ad read. So Organifi Gold. They have an amazing special going right now and you can get a bundle, the trio of their gold. So that's the pumpkin spice, the regular gold and the chocolate gold. And they'll send you a frother for three. Frother for three? Frother for free? Imagine, I just want you wherever you are right now, close your eyes. And imagine you have this warm cup and inside of this cup, There is this chocolatey, golden goodness. And just thinking about it right now makes your mouth water. And inside of this is turmeric and chocolate and cinnamon and all these beautiful fall flavors that you have been dreaming about in the spring and summer months, as things have been so hot, but it's cooling down, the air is crisp. And all you want is this warm, nourishing cup of goodness. And it smells like fall and it tastes so good. And you take a sip and as it touches your lips and it covers your tongue, it's thick and it's rich. And you can taste all of the superfoods and all of the nourishing ingredients, all of the things that will help you detox off of coffee and keep your body calm and reduce inflammation and help you sleep. And it goes down the back of your throat and down into your stomach. And you just feel warm. Maybe you get the chills. You're covered in a blanket, sitting on your porch or standing in your kitchen. 
sitting on your couch by the fire. Mm, the gold goodness giving you so much love and comfort, just wrapping you up. I just did a very erotic ad for Organifi. If you guys have not tried it yet, go on over there. I love all their stuff. The golds are definitely my go-tos. I drink them every day. I mix them. I do half a scoop of chocolate, half of the regular gold or the pumpkin. I mix it with coconut butter, hot water, blend that bitch. It's my go-to. And you can make it a sexual experience if you want. Otherwise, you know, do you. You can be vanilla and boring. It's fine. (laughs) Go to Organifi.com and use the code KellyT. You'll get 15% off. And don't forget about that bundle and that giveaway they have going for the next couple weeks. Okay. I also want to address something else. So I have a couple men who have messaged me and as always, I love my ride or die men who are here and supportive and not creepy and not weird and just really love learning and information. And they resonate with what I say as well. And I think that's really important to acknowledge them and to see them because we really do have some incredible men in this community. And what they have said is that they have no one to talk to, that they have had desires around being with other men, and they know that it's really taboo, and they know that it's quote-unquote not acceptable, and so they just keep it inside, and they keep dating women because they don't know what else to do. Their families don't know, their friends don't know, and they are just in such fear. I want to go back to the concept of living in what if or why not. I understand that not all of us have supportive families and friends and don't have the luxury and the privilege of being able to just be open about who we are. That is not lost on me. I get that. What I encourage everyone to do is be radically honest with themselves. And how are you keeping yourself from your truth? How are you lying to yourself and betraying yourself on a daily basis by not saying what you want? By not acting on what feels good for you? By not leaning into these desires? How are you stabbing yourself in the back on a daily basis? Betraying yourself is the ultimate betrayal. It's not betraying others. We're more likely to betray others if we betray ourselves. If we are okay lying to ourselves and not being honest, how are we showing up in relationships? We're doing the same thing because we believe that's okay to do to ourselves. So of course we're going to perpetuate that onto others. If these are new feelings for you, 
Or if these are feelings that you have not yet come to terms with or really gotten curious about or gone into, like really gone into. The first thing that I would challenge you to do is to let your imagination take you where it wants to go. Sometimes I do this when I'm starting to feel disconnected from my body or just sexually or maybe Connor and I are kind of in like a weird place and we're not having as much sex and I'm like, okay, I can feel this part of me kind of like slowly dying and it doesn't feel good. I want to reignite this because it's really important to me. So I will go into self-pleasure and I will let my mind go wherever it wants. And it goes to some wild ass places, let me tell you. But I love it. And I come back to myself and I find myself. I find my pleasure again. I am in surrender. I release. I orgasm. I come back and I'm grounded and in, in my truth. But if I don't let myself really go there, there's always something that's off limits. It's like, oh, well, I can't do that. That's not okay. Or I can't think that thing. It's too far. Nothing is too far in your mind. Take this however far, however deep, however dirty and erotic you want to go. I don't care who's there with you. If you're by yourself, if you're on a deserted island with Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie or whoever the fuck is with you. I don't know why I chose those two. Not remotely attracted to either of them really, but it's neither here nor there. Whoever you're with, whatever you're doing, allow yourself to fully be in that experience and see what your body does. Because what I find is that when we do that, that's when our true desires emerge. And maybe they're not like the furthest thing that you came up with. Maybe they're somewhere in the middle. But then in real life, you feel more comfortable with whatever it is you want to act on because you went there in your fantasy. So that's the first thing. Let your mind go. Let it wander. Let it feel. Let it desire, fantasize, any of it. See what your body does. Allow it to respond the way it wants without judgment and without keeping yourself back. The second thing is write down all the what ifs if you were to do this thing you want to do. What if my partner leaves me? What if my partner thinks I'm disgusting? What if my mom finds out? What if whatever? I can't even think of all the things. I'm sure you are all very creative with the bullshit stories that you make up, so I don't need to help you. Write them all down. Look at them. Wow, my mind can really do some special shit. Then, why not? All the reasons you get to do this. All the reasons you're allowing yourself, creating the space to do this. I deserve this. I want this. It feels good to me. I am curious. Whatever that is for you. Your what ifs, your bullshit, your why nots, your yeses. 
your full body lean in. I have the chills. I need this in my life. Yeses. Then take that what if paper, crumple it up and throw that shit away or burn it. You get to choose if you're living in what if or why not. You get to choose if you're coming from fear all the time or if you are coming from abundance and pleasure and joy and knowing and choosing yourself in the why not. The only one, the only person holding you back from having what you want in your life, sex or not, is you. But we believe that everyone else is in charge of our pleasure. No, take ownership of that shit. It's yours. You get to choose. You get to decide. You get to feel it. Not your mom, not your dad, not your lineage, not society. It's for you. And don't think for a second that so many of the people you know aren't doing this. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. If you have that desire, imagine how many other people do. You're not alone. And what I've learned is when I talk about things by me being open and vulnerable, so many other people come forward and they're like, oh, wow, I thought I was the only one that had that thought or that feeling. I want to do that too. And I'm scared. Of course, it's going to be scary. It's new and unknown. But you're not the only one. You're not weird. You're not wrong. And if you're attracting the type of people that you want in your life who feel good to you, who resonate, they may not be totally into it, but they'll respect it. They will see you in that desire. And maybe it's not something you play out together. Maybe that's something you do on your own. Or if you have a different type of relationship, maybe that's something you do with a different partner. Or maybe it's something that you just want to be able to talk about openly and you don't necessarily need to act on. But just feeling the freedom to share it, that is what makes you feel alive and not judged and not put down and not shamed. And if the person you bring this to is like, that's gross, you're gross, you can tell them to fuck all the way off back to Timbuktu. That's not your person. Because they're probably judging you because they're judging themselves and they have their own shit to work on. That's not yours. Because they said that doesn't mean anything about you. That's their stuff. You can say, okay, that's fine. I don't need this. Right? And I know that feels harsh, but we don't have to put up with shame and judgment from other people just because we are fully stepping into ourselves and we feel good about what we're doing and we're willing to be curious and try something new without judgment. We don't need to take on other people's projections. That is a boundary. Now, if they're like, if you say, hey, babe, I would really like to try anal. It's something that I have been really curious about and I'm a little nervous, but it's a desire that I have. And maybe they're like, that kind of freaks me out. That's not really something that I desire. Um, I don't know that I want to do that. Okay. What do you do then? One, you thank them for hearing you and being respectful. 
And two, it doesn't mean it's off the table and you don't force them to do something they're not into, but it could be up for conversation. So at that point you're like, okay, so I want to try this thing and you don't necessarily want to. Is there something we can do together where we can both be satisfied and feel good about the experience? So maybe that is getting a dildo or a vibrator, or maybe that's something you do on your own. I self-pleasure and put things in my butt. I do, and it feels really good, and I don't feel bad about it. So if that's something that you want to do, get some good lube and get, you know, I love Plus One. They are one of my favorite sex toy companies. They have tiny little vibrators. They have tons of different toys that you can insert inside of you. Um, There are anal plugs. There's so many things. You You can satisfy that need on your own. So it's not a deal breaker because everyone has different desires, right? Maybe they want to do something and you're like, "Mm, that's kind of a no for me. But maybe in five years you say, actually, I kind of want to try this thing. Sex gets boring and old if you do it the same all the time. And what I realize is that nothing ever has to be an absolute no. It can just be maybe not right now. It's just not for me right now. I'm not totally opposed to it, but I would need to kind of feel into it or think about it a little more. Going in with respect and compassion and seeing and hearing one another is one of the best things you can do. If you come in guns ablazing, shame and defensiveness and all these fear emotions, no one's ever going to experience the pleasure they want and no one's ever going to open up again because they feel bad about themselves and their desires. And we don't need to create more of that. There's already plenty of that in the world. So the last thing I will say, if you have some things inside you, you want to do, and you've never said them out loud, you've never shared them with another person. There are a few things that I think you can do. One, find a person you trust. And if you would like for it to be me, I am definitely here for it. I take voice notes and messages and videos and send them not sex videos please don't send me porn um <laughs> videos of you talking to me about it if you would like to talk to me and tell me i don't even need to come back with a response other than a you go girl or a guy i will take that i would highly encourage you to find someone whether it's a friend or your partner to talk to about things that turn you on and get you excited. The other thing is write it down. You can journal about it. Sometimes it's like breaking the seal. Once we get it out on the paper, I'm like, oh God, okay, I can breathe. I let this thing out. Thank God. It was stuck inside of me and I didn't know what to do with it. And then once it's out there, Sometimes it's like, oh shit, that's, that's intense. Other times it's like, oh, okay. I made this out to be a thing and it doesn't need to be a thing. I'm okay. Get it out. Share it. Be vulnerable. Sex shame is something I would pretty much guarantee 99% of the world deals with. Someone is feeling like you. And when you open up, you become relatable, you become vulnerable, you become open. 
It allows and gives permission for more conversations like that. And it allows for us to receive and experience more pleasure in our lives. And don't we all want and deserve more pleasure? Don't we all want to live without shame and judgment for the things that we feel? I know I do. That's part of why I do this show. I share so much because I want to live in a world where I can say I like to do something and a million people don't look back at me and be like, ugh, gross. What's wrong with her? No, I want to just be who I am and feel supported in that. And maybe that's not for you, but it doesn't mean you have to judge me for it, right? It can be for me. And you can go on your lovely way doing what you do. And I'm not going to judge you for that too. Fucking vanilla missionary over there. I'm good. And you're good. And if you're happy, then I'm happy for you. But we don't have room for shame and judgment. And I do believe that that is the end of my TED Talk on anal sex. I hope that this was helpful, helpful for all of you. And I know that there's so much beneath this and I could talk about this for days on end. Uh, and I often do. If you feel like you need more support, please reach out. I do do one-on-one and duo coaching. So I'll coach two people. Um, I really want people to feel empowered and release shame and judgment and to just embrace the pleasure and the all the goodness that is available to us. So thank you guys so much for listening. I love you dearly as always. And I hope you have the best day. We'll see you soon. Thank you all so much for listening to The Kelly Show. If you haven't yet subscribed, be sure to do so now and head to ratethispodcast.com slash Kelly to leave a five-star review. And as a bonus for doing that, if you send me a screenshot of your review before you submit, I will get you a little thank you gift in the mail. All right, we have another juicy episode coming for you next week, so stay tuned. And as always, if I can support you in any way, please reach out. Remember, I'm just a DM or an email away. See you guys soon.